listening to the Mobcast Network. To the weekly Mopcast episode twenty-four, take two. <laughs> I'm just going to leave that at that, <laughs> and one day you may hear take one. <laughs> um, we are in a new location. We're kind of like in a bunker. <laughs> um, I, we're in a different building today due to um, reasons, and so we're going to make the best of it. And um, yeah, we're kind of in a bunker. It's like this equipment room. It's all this old. Yeah, it's kind of cool looking. There's yeah. lots of cool old equipment in here. Yeah, like it's like a big silver suitcase. It looks like it could hold like a nuclear uh, weapon in it, or like a small android <laughs> warbot or something, or a lighting kit like that it actually holds. But you know who knows? <laughs> who knows what's actually in there? <laughs> All right, hi, I'm your your Native American internet spirit guide, Scotty, and to my right. For the uh, first time in ages, you've not been to my right. <laughs> usually, you sit on you, the left. Side. On the left. Yeah, by the when window. we started this, I was on the left, but now you're. you're... I'm back on the right side. Yeah. Um, I'm Aaron Lynch Kelly. You're a seasonal allergy sufferer. It today. is kicking your butt, right? It is definitely kicking my butt. I drive a black car, and it's got a nice green tint to it now. From uh, the pollen. pollen, yeah. So, our friend uh, Carter, who's uh, actually you guys will hear on the next uh, Star Wars. Um, Action all uh, action figures each sold separately. Piece where he's going, he's playing our C three PO in that. Um, he was in the hospital last week because of allergies. He developed um, allergy induced bronchitis and asthma. Nice. That's... I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. But yeah, he had five asthma attacks on Thursday. Oh wow! He went to the ER. He was, oh, wow. They put him under four days of bed rest, and so um, he's doing much better. He was uh, he was here yesterday. He he seems like he can breathe. <laughs> And, you know, that is important. Yeah, that's definitely important. <laughs> you know, if you want to breathe, it's good to have, right? <laughs> um, I have a lot to talk about, so let's just go through it. Uh, how was your weekend? My weekend was, I don't even remember what, what I did over this weekend, so it must have been all right. <laughs> <laughs> must have been all right. Uh, it's, you know, it's the end of the semester, so things are getting real busy. Um, oh, I had a t-ball game. That's what I did this weekend. How was the t-ball game? It was good. Um, you did also come out to the... Yeah, I did the Admitted Students yeah, Day. Yeah, campus, we had this uh, Admitted Students Day. So if you were a brand new Yellow Jacket, you came to Western Union State to kind of... See what you wanted to do. Well, I think you were... It was just to see the... You know, you got a chance to see the student uh, organizations and meet some professors and kind of walk around and ask questions. Um, I volunteered for this because uh, to, to, to be a tour guide because, you know... I like giving tours here on campus, but then I got roped into being the voice of, of the arts and humanities department. <laughs> so uh, they, I, I sat at a panel uh, in front of the whole assembly. How was that? Wasn't planning on it. <laughs> I, you know, obviously with 24 uh, episodes of the pod, just this podcast alone, I don't have a problem talking. Mm-hmm. I just, uh, I like to be a little bit more prepared when I'm in front yeah. of people. And yeah. so, you know... I don't like to stammer. Mm. I mean, as you hear the podcast, I stammer enough, but uh, like I'm doing now, it's like, you know, <laughs> thoughts are hard, but you can't do that when you're doing so. You know, I talk about, you know, my activity, the organizations and activities I've been in and how that helps. Uh, if you didn't know this, um, science says that, um, or statistics, 
statistics done by scientists or statisticians, one or the other, said that if you join a student organization, your grades will do 20% better in your college career. Mine have actually increased, too. Mine so, has, yeah. too. Mine, too. I was a crappy high school student. I'm a awesome college student. So I was a crappy high school, crappy beginning of college. I had to grow up a little bit. Yeah, sometimes there, there, there is that. Yeah. There is that. But um, that went really, really well. And then the latter half of the day, I went to uh, I went to a, a – it wasn't really a funeral, but it was a funeral. It was a um, – there was a lady on campus who passed um, earlier this week, and she was kind of um, – she was kind of a mama to a lot of students. Mm-hmm. She'd been here about twenty years, and um, she's she helped a lot of a lot of students. Um, she worked in uh, student activity, I mean student affairs, and so she she I mean she helped students find books and money, and sometimes she fed them and made you know made sure they got to places they needed to get to go, and you know and um, that lady was loved. I I didn't stay. I mean I. I walked in and you know gave my consoles to her family who are I'm closer to her daughter than the the, the the rest of them. I mean I knew her but I didn't know her as well as I know know her daughter and uh, so I went and you know showed my support and condolences to, to to her daughter and then that place was so packed. Then there were still people coming in. I had never seen a funeral so packed. And I mean and so uh, I kind of skipped out early because I didn't. I felt weird by the whole, you know, I didn't want to take a space of somebody who really, really knew mm-hmm. her. I just feel bad. At that. I was, so I, I said, give my condolences and showed my face and then acted <laughs> out. And, uh, yeah, so that was pretty much my weekend. I was, um, Sunday I stayed home and cleaned up and stuff. And, cause I hadn't, you know, while I, I'm, I'm usually on campus most of the week, and I don't have time to... I'm here all the time. Mm-hmm. I am here all the time. And it's just like, by the time I get home, it's already late, and I'm like, I don't feel like doing anything but sleep. And yeah. so Sunday was kind of, you know, kind of clean things up and get things organized and washed up. And get ready for the week. <laughs> get ready for the week, and so that's what I did. That's how we do on Sundays, because, you know, my, my girlfriend is a... She's student teaching, so she's never home. I'm never home, and it's just... Come the weekend, we're so busy. The weekend doesn't even really feel like a weekend. Right. It's just an extension of the week. And then Sunday, we just usually take that time to either clean up around the house, go grocery shop, and like you said, just get ready for the week. Um, but, the, but the T-ball day, T-ball game was good. Afterwards, we went out to, uh, I guess, brunch with my, my family, so that was always that was good. Oh, that's very, very cool. Yeah, so that was nice. So the big news from the week is Thursday. All right, so Thursday in Anaheim. California, they started um, this convention. It's uh, called Star Wars Celebration, and it's the it's pretty much a Star Wars convention. They do it. They haven't done it every year. Mm-hmm. They usually do it in front of um, anniversaries or release of big movies. I think they started it when they were releasing the f- episode one, and then they moved, you know, and so every movie they release, and then every an- big anniversary, the 30th or 25th, with well, that kind of stuff, and uh, since there is a movie coming out, a new Star Wars movie coming out at the end of the month, they did, they had had this huge four-day convention, and and uh, there's a couple things that happened out of it, uh, by now everyone has, including you, because I made you watch it, <laughs> and you know it was not the Terminator, mm-hmm. uh, the new Star Wars um, uh, Force Awakens teaser trailer 2, which was I thought was amazing. And I've got funny stories about that. Um, they had that. They had um, 
the the game uh, Star Wars Battlefront, the new one, uh, the trailer for that came out, and that looked pretty sweet. And then, uh, which affects uh, another show on our network, um, they showed the Star Wars Rebels Season um, 2 trailer, which um, me and Ethan are actually, me and Ethan did a, um, a special edition of Rebels about the Star Wars teaser. We talked 30 minutes about a 1 minute 42 second trailer, which probably had a minute's worth of footage. Did you see the... <laughs> You know how they're doing the standalone movie, yeah, the Rogue or whatever. Yeah, have you seen the trailer for that? Yeah, I saw the teaser for that. I'm waiting for that to get released fully because I've seen just the bootleg. Yeah. So I like. All right. So the that's what they released Sunday, I think. Yeah, I think it was it's, uh, Sunday. So Sunday was the the standalone movie, which is next year's, uh, called Rogue One, and it's um, what they've done is they hired. Um, the crew of this film are guys who worked on Save a Private Ryan and um, Black Hawk Down and a lot of those war films. And what they're doing is they're making a Star War film. Nice. Yeah, it's a you know it's a it's a war it's a gritty war film mm-hmm. that happens in this universe. And I'm trying to remember the director's name. And I'm, I'm that's really cool though because that'll open up a lot of fans who maybe have been turned off by the whole oh that's space because you know there are those super tough guys right. who are like. Oh, I'm not watching that movie about space robots and all that. So if they, I guess they figured, well, you know what, we can tap into this market by getting these these old grizzled war guys, right, and to create a war movie. So the movie's about um, the uh, stealing of the Death Star plans, and so it ties into um, a New Hope, which I think is very very cool. The teaser trailer was um, pretty sweet. It's you didn't see much. It was you know well. Kind of a jungle planet or forest planet, and above it you see, like in the distance, in the horizon, um, the my IMDb just shut off. That's weird. And <laughs> they don't want you to know. It's like you don't. You're not going to know who's the director of Rogue One. <laughs> it's a but, secret. But um, in the distance is the Death Star, and so and it's kind of like, you know, in perspective of, you know, how it would look from our, the skyline, which I always thought was cool. Yeah. Yeah, like, a, and I mean, it was a bootleg. You know, somebody snuck it with their cell phone camera. Right. But I mean, it still looked pretty cool. I'm, so I'm like, I'm with you. I'd like to see the the real thing, like without being so gritty. Ed- gritty. Gareth Edwards is directing it, and he's done. Oh, he did the Godzilla. That's right. He did the Godzilla movie. With the crappy one with Matthew Broderick. No, Godzilla the last. The last. Okay. The last one. No, the crappy one by. With Matthew Wright was uh, Roland Emmerich, the guy who did Stargate and okay. Twenty Twelve and Independence Day. You know, Twenty Twelve freaked me out for whatever reason <laughs> when I, I watched it. I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot. Yeah, the guy got, did Godzilla. That's how he should be good. Godzilla for the first mode was was okay. Um, uh, our friend Adam um, Stryker uh, will disagree with that. He really, really liked it. <laughs> but he's a Godzilla fan, so you know. Does he like the other one, the real, the real bad one? Um, probably it's probably his least favorite, but I bet he's watched it more than once. And I can I can say I've only watched it once in the theater for a dollar. Mm-hmm. I watched it at a drive-in, which was cool. Yeah, I wish there were drive-ins still around here. There's only one, and it's, it's a little bit of a drive away. Where's it at? <sighs> Up in the northern part of the state. <laughs> Where exactly? I don't remember. But yeah, far, far, far away. Yeah, I can say far, far away. <laughs> um, so. So, I, so my other part of my weekend, because what I was trying to get to is that this is the first celebration that StarWars.com did live coverage. Mm-hmm. I watched 
a ton of that. <laughs> oh my god, I watched so much of that. It was like I, I was working here Friday, and in the lab I had the projector going, and I had it going on the projector while I was working, and so I was just like. Oh, I had three days of Star Wars and it was great. Like my life could not oh, get any better. I was, I was like, you know, I don't. I kept worrying, like I'm gonna get bored, and I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I was looking at the costumes and because I did a lot of cosplay there. So a lot, of, a lot of the really weird thing. I mean, I'm not a tattoo guy. I love tattoos, but I'm mm-hmm. never gonna get one because I'm a pansy. And um, they had a whole tattoo parlor inside cool. inside the convention, doing Star Wars tattoos. That's really cool. And so people were getting. Um, you know, the new Stormtrooper design tattoos mm. and some others, Episode 7 stuff, which is kind of cool. Like, first before yeah. anyone, I'm getting the Episode 7 tattoo. That's dedication. I'm not at that level of dedication. <laughs> I don't do fan fiction, sort of. <laughs> I was going to say that, and then I was like, well, technically, action figures he sold separately. That's what that is. So, I, I stand corrected. But I, I don't dress up, and I, I don't do tattoos. I just... Um, yeah, it's not my thing. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm a big, I'm a big, uh, I guess, baby when it comes to ta- like pain and tattoos and needles. But I would love to get them. I wish I could like you know toughen up and get some. I would like. I wish like they would like make fake ones for adults. Like you know, like kids. You know, you just yeah, just water on your arm and be like, all right. <laughs> Have you seen Divergent? No. Okay. Well, like there's this thing. Um, I watched it with Carrie. There was a um, something they did. They went to get tattoos, and it was completely like painless it was kind of like the just like a laser went over you mm-hmm. and it made the tattoo on you which is cool i wish they would invent that because i would be tatted up hey, terminator your favorite movie <laughs> <laughs> um they do um they do bar scan they barcode scans on all the humans they do mm-hmm. it with a laser they, but it is painful it burns into do you see it and see how it stings and they're like ah, it's like a sunburn uh sunburns are terrible and it's about that time of the year i'm gonna have to start tanning yeah you have gingery skin for yeah, i do <laughs> No red hair. No, nobody in my family has red hair. Uh, my beard turns a little red sometimes. If I let it grow out a little bit, but. should just dye it red. <laughs> go the full ginger out. Go, go just go full ginger. Go ginger. Um, but uh, oh, there's some really interesting things at uh, the Star Wars celebration besides the the tattooing. I thought was really neat, and they had a whole tattoo contest, which was pretty cool. And uh, what tattoo ended up winning? Do you remember? Oh, there was a great one. This guy guy had on his arm. It was a Rancor holding Boba Fett, and they were fighting. And it was like, I mean, it was real intricate. Yeah. I mean, it was like, I mean, hours of work. And, I, and they showed some some tattoos. Some guys were like, you know, the hardcore tattoo. You know, the guys who the artists are all tattooed like from head to toe. And, mm-hmm. had, and a guy who was getting like the imperial symbol on his head. Mm. And he's just like, you know, he's doing it today just because it hurts. I'm like, yeah, you're getting a tattoo on your brain. That would probably hurt. Yeah, I would imagine that would not be uh, <laughs> your noggin is pleasant thing <laughs> to be tattooed. And then I want to know is after you get your tattoo on your head, does hair grow through it? I don't know. Maybe he was all the way bald already. No, he, you know oh, he his, had his, head, his head is shaved. Oh, his head was shaved. I don't know about that. So, so like if you ever wanted to cover it, you know, you could grow your hair. Out, you know? Just let your hair grow through it. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine like if, when you're a grand, like when this guy's a grandpa? Uh, and like he something say something happens and all his hair falls out and then just all of a sudden the the tattoo just shows through and he never he forgot he had it and didn't tell anybody about it. <laughs> Grandpa, what's that? I have no clue what it is. <laughs> Doctor, <laughs> Doctor, I think I've been abducted. <laughs> um, uh, lots of oh okay so in the Star Wars trailer there's a new there's a new robot. Mm-hmm. You know Star Wars gave us R two D two and C three PO. Um, Force Awakens has given us BB eight. 
and BB-8 basically looks like an orange soccer ball mm-hmm. with this um, astromedic droid top. He's little, um, and uh, he's real. I was gonna say he's real too. He's though. real. He's real. Not as like he's a real <laughs> robot, but no, he's a practical effect. Yeah. He's not. He's not CGI, which is amazing. At the Force Unleashed panel, after uh, uh, they rolled him out. Cool. And so all weekend the, the the prop guys are trying to figure out how to how to make one. Uh-huh. Um, Grant Amahara from MythBusters is like you know I've got I think I got he was because he, he worked on the um, the prequels um, and so he was there at Star Wars Celebration and they, they were interviewing him. He's like yeah I, I, I think we'll try to build one by the end of the month. I think I've challenged myself to. I'm like I wish I was smart enough to do like yeah. oh okay cool because I, I looked at that thing and I'm going. Magic. Magic <laughs> runs that thing. <laughs> Just sitting there be like, hopefully before I die I can figure it's this like out. Honda, <laughs> Honda, the power of dreams make that robot run. <laughs> I'm going, I'm just like, I'm with you. I'm right there. I just uh, You're a magical creature. You know. And so uh, I thought that was awesome. Uh, uh, Harrison Ford looks pretty rough at the end of that trailer. <laughs> Speaking of grandpas. <laughs> I mean, he looks like grandpa, grandpa. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like. Well, I mean, how he's probably every bit of what seventy? Oh yeah, he's got to be in his seventy. How old is Harrison Ford? <laughs> if IMDb will will cooperate, will cooperate. It's another thing they just don't want you to know how old Harrison Ford is. Yeah, either. he's like Harrison Ford is old. <laughs> um, one of the cool things that I read about the whole Star, this new Star Wars movie, is um, see, my goal is before the end of, end, end of this show ever ends and we part ways. Unfor- I hope that never happens, but before the end of that. I'm going to turn you into a fan. Into a fan? Yeah, we'll be, you're going to be like, you know, Sky was right. This stuff's pretty cool. It's pretty awesome. But 72. No, I, I figured he was in his 70s. Harrison Ford is 72. But yeah, he is looking He's looking old. He's looking every bit of 72, too. <laughs> it's not like, I mean, I know he's younger for in, in Indiana Jones, the last one, but he's looking kind of rough. You know, you were saying. Uh, oh, yeah, that the, the director of this movie said, was talking about the CGI, and you talked about how he made destroyed, you know, an act- be an actual thing. Mm-hmm. Um, he was talking about how the, the CGI in the film, he said, you could watch it without the CGI and it would still make sense. That's what he was going for. Right, right. So right. I thought that was pretty cool. Well, they did a lot of sets and they did a lot of practical effects. Um, the the one scene where uh, Ray and Finn are running away from the, there's a practical explosion, BB-8's real in that scene. And, and so, you know, I, I, you know, so they're running away from something. That I mean, that makes sense to me. Um, we got to see, see the... First of the of the Chrome Trooper, I guess that's what they're calling it unofficially. So it's like a decked out stormtrooper, like in Chrome, like this. And so I'm like, all right, pimp it out your stormtrooper outfit. <laughs> Exhibit shows up, pimp out my stormtrooper. <laughs> Darth Vader, you just been pimped. <laughs> you just been pimped. <laughs> Let me pop your cape, collar, whatever. I don't know what you have. He has a cape. Yeah, that's what I thought he had a cape. <laughs> he has a cape. He has a cape. My limited Star Wars knowledge. I'm going to fix that. <laughs> I have goals. I have goals. Because, I mean, I found out, like, who else did I find out this week? See, I'm not alone. Right. No, no, you're not. Which, which is makes me, f- you know, you know, I, I, I want to say at first would make me horrified. <laughs> and then I just went, no, it made me excited I can share this. So, you know, so Alyssa, who did a Star Wars podcast with Ethan, never saw it. Which I think is hilarious. Mm-hmm. So we got to show that to her. You've not seen it in a while, and you, very long time. And, a very, and and you may have not really seen it the way your 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 brain works. So mm-hmm. you you may have seen one, not really all. So um, <laughs> oh, there's someone else who told me who didn't see it. Might have blended a few movies together. Elaine hasn't seen it in a while, and she wants to see it again. So from from uh, Catch Me Out, she's got a new show coming out. 
And um, she also does some voiceover work for us. And she runs our social media. Go, Elaine. <laughs> um, and she's not seen it. And so we're going to do a day. I was going to try to do it tomorrow, but everyone's scheduled. So hopefully next, maybe next Wednesday evening we're going to do. I'm going to run it in the lab and then do a podcast about people who have not seen it before. I'm just, I'm just going to moderate. Just mm-hmm. ask questions and let people answer and I think it'd be fun. Yeah. And yeah. then we'll go from there. It may be a thing, but it's going to be a Bros Booze movies um, with um, our, our the, the bar's new employee, the shot girl. Um, the bar winch is still on sabbatical, and so but we're, we're going to start doing the show. Uh, we finally got the keys to the bar from the bar winch. <laughs> and so with that, we're going <laughs> to open the bar up and try not to drink her out of business. That may be hard. <laughs> But um, I feel like that's a cool, cool thing that Star Wars. Celebration was really neat. They had oh, had a kid in a wheelchair that had a really cool costume. They did um, they did balloons. Mm-hmm. They did the built his, but they built the snow speeder from Empire Strikes Back out of balloons, and they had him in this little orange fighter jet suit, and that and that was cool. And uh, the other pan, there were some really good panels. That they did a panel with uh, Carrie Fisher, who plays Princess Leia, and she's um. Beautifully crazy. And she dropped the f bomb at the panel in front of these She's kids. the one who thinks that it's cursed, right? Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, yeah, my my girlfriend and my daughter went out on Sunday to the mall down in Huntington and went to the Disney store, and uh, she came back. Keegan and they sent you. A, I think she sent you a picture of Keegan in the right Keegan in the other hat, thing. Yeah, Yoda hat. and so I think that's cool. She's definitely she's gonna. Well, we're going down to Disney for Disney or for Star Wars weekend. And she's gonna. We have dinner um, at one of the restaurants. Is doing a Star Wars themed dinner. Right. So we're going to that, and that's what she's. She's gonna wear that with a Star Wars T-shirt. So you know, it skipped a generation. It just skipped me. Right. <laughs> I think. I think she would like Rebels. Mm-hmm. Oh, we've watched the um, not Rebels, but the other one, Clone Wars. Yeah, we've watched Clone Wars on Netflix. She likes it. Oh yeah, well, Ahsoka's cool. <laughs> so uh, I think she'll like. I th- I think she'll like uh, Rebels more, and and. And uh, this will lead into something else I want to really want to talk about this episode, or rant about this episode. <laughs> but um, you know what I like about Rebels is that a it's it's a great show. I mean, I like it so much I did a podcast on it. That's <laughs> that's how much I love that show. I mean, mm-hmm. I love other shows. I'm not doing podcasts on the yeah. other shows I love. And um, plus, I have this vast knowledge of Star Wars. It's insane. I wish there was a game show. Anyway. <laughs> It'd be cool, like have a game show where you could win like old props. Oh right? yeah, something like that. Hell, old toys. I'll take whatever. <laughs> Just give me whatever you have. Vintage Star Wars sheets. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, there's the cast is pretty cool. It's diversity. So you got Ezra, who's a kid, and you've got um, S- Sabine, who's a, who's an older teenager, and, and uh, Hera, who's the pilot of the ship, captain of the ship. And so you've got these, you know. Uh, Characters I think she could relate to. Plus, you got a Jedi and you got a big, 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 you know, beefy kind of brawler guy, and then you got you know Chopper the robot and who, who's you know a dick. And, but you know he's not like an actual penis; he's just an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> but I love him, and so. Um, but so I think she would really like Rebels. So I, I, I highly recommend it because it's it's cool. <laughs> it's a good show. Plus, the season two trailer was amazing. And uh, Darth Vader's back, like for all of it. And James Earl Jones has come back to do the voice. 
Nice. And it's like the first time really he's done Vader in a very long time, mm. and it's for that long. And so it's very, very cool. It's very, very, very cool. But I, I guess I really wanted to go into the the your daughter liking superhero type things or heroes or whatever. All right, so I was reading an article last night that just made me angry. Mm-hmm. And so there... Okay, so Avengers Age of Ultron is coming out in like two weeks. And um, I'm looking, I'm trying to find the article. So I, can, I can quote it. There it is. <coughs> wow. <coughs> I'm so upset it wanted to come out of my, my lungs. It's <laughs> like, I'm vile. <laughs> so Disney un- un- uh, unveils its Age of Ultron mer- merchandise. And Black Widow and Scarlet Witch are pretty much absent. <laughs> so... There's a really big thing in, in, in the toy market and in the toy industry about how girls don't play with action figures, mm-hmm. and so they don't make a lot of female figures. And um, and I know this because um, Rebels uh, Hasbro um, is making the Star Wars Rebels toys, and um, trying to find a Hera and Sabine figure is crazy hard. I lucked out and got two Heras at. Walmart, and she's my favorite character. So I got one I can open and one I can keep. Don't judge me; that's what I do. <laughs> Sabine, I don't really care about it, but if you know, I got a friend of mine looking for Sabine, so if I find one, I can. But but they're very very hard. There's mm-hmm. you know, toys come in like in, in in cases, and there may be one or one or two to a case, and the rest of them are the the other boy figures. Mm-hmm. But um, what upsets me about this Age of Ultron stuff, what Disney's doing, is that there's no there's no Black Widow figures or Scarlet Witch figures for for little girls. Or little boys, or anybody. Yeah. There's no. Yeah. They're not representative, and they're and they say, well, because boys don't play with girl figures, and I'm like, I do, I beg to differ. I mean, I had, in my day, when you know there was, well, the only girl figures you could get for for Star Wars was there was a ton of Princess Leia's, mm-hmm. and I had them all, and <laughs> the but yeah, Joe, I had you know Lady J and Scarlet and Jinx, and yeah. you know I had I had all of them, I had all of them, and you know you as a father of a little girl who. We've discussed plays army with you. <laughs> yeah, you know, she, you know, she, she she plays things that at times have been historically, I don't know, male yeah. dominated yeah. kind of thing. But it's those roles are changing. I mean, play is play. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like she for the longest time. Um, you know, uh, a lot of her friends are, are boys. So when she had birthday parties, we would invite you know her classmates and stuff like that, and they'd be like parents of little boys would be like, well, I have no idea what to get a little girl. I only have little boys. What is something that, you know, because there's not much out there. There's, you know, dress up baby dolls and Barbie. Right. That are, you know, generally targeted just for, for girls. Right, the pink aisle. Yeah. Um, and truth be told, Keegan pretty much shies away from that. Now, she does have Barbie. She loves, she does love Monster High dolls. Right. And she, you know, she'll play with babies and stuff like that and play dress up. But truth be told, she really would much rather play with with the the boy toys because they're cooler, you know what I mean. Like right. there's there's more, you know. Not every little girl wants to sit there and play mommy with a Barbie doll. Right. You know there are the little girls like my daughter, who love would love to play with you know a superhero that was a, a girl. Yeah. And that's why we like the Monster High because it's not you know. It's not traditional Barbie dolls, right? And, and if that was what she was into, that's cool. Whatever, right, right, right. Whatever makes her happy. Yeah. I, I just, and I think what frustrates me most is that, you know, as a creator of, 
you know, the stuff that I do is it. My my heroes are female, mm-hmm. and so I would love to do merchandising. I would like kids to play with a, a mop toy or mm-hmm. a star toy or whatever. And uh, I don't want to be faced with the market of well, oh, that just won't sell. Yeah, and I think that's. I, I think even media is changing. Look, look, okay, so Marvel Avengers has Black Widow and they have Scarlet Witch. There's a ton of females in the X Men um, movies. There. Um, then you look at the Hunger Games, and even um, Nerf got in on the Hunger Games thing mm-hmm. and, and released uh, bow uh, bows and arrows, uh, mm-hmm. Nerf bows and arrow thing. Uh, granted, it's pink, but at least it's in the it's in the step in the right direction. Yeah, and actually, Keaton has one of those. She's the crossbow. From that. Right, right. And so, so there's so, the, but it's right. And so, prove that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's funny is she has this little boy who lives on the street, and he's and it. He loves princesses, mm-hmm. so he will play like when they play. Keegan will play the traditional like male like right. hero, and he'll play the princess, which you know for you know. My dad was that way. Like, when I was a kid, my mom was like, you know, whatever you want to play with, it's cool. If you right. want to play with a Barbie doll, that's fine, because that teaches you how to be, uh, when you grow up, how to be a parent, because you're, you might have a daughter. Right. You know, you got you can't always be super macho, man. Right. Um, so, you know, my dad would get mad when I, I'm not saying I played with Barbies, you know, only, but, you know, if I had a friend, if I had a, a little girl that was a friend and she wanted to play Barbies, I'm okay playing Barbies. Um, but, yeah, he'll play, he'll play that, and he, his favorite character is Ursula. So he like for Halloween he's always Ursula, which is kind of which is really cool. Right, right. And you know it's I think it's really progressive of his parents to be like okay you know if you want to be especially here in West Virginia yeah right? I, you know if you want to be Ursula, who's a woman you know that's that's cool that's totally acceptable and I I, I applaud them for that, and um you know I I like that they I wish especially Disney. Because, you know, they always do the whole damsel in distress with the princess thing. Right. And it's always, they, the princesses always have to make a, like, a sacrifice. they got to quit who they, being who they are or change, you know, something. Right. It's never to, to get the man of their dreams. And that's why I really liked Brave. Right. Brave had a really strong female um, princess. And then also prin- uh, Princess and the Frog had a very good and strong female character. And that's that's something that's it's, needed. It's, it's funny you bring up Princess and the Frog because, you know, Princess and the Frog is the last princess quote-unquote princess movie. The reason why they did that was because they wanted to... They wanted... Disney was so convinced boys would not watch a movie with princess in the title. Mm-hmm. And so that's why the following films are Tangled mm-hmm. and Frozen. In fact, the... I think both the Tangled and the Frozen... I know specifically for the Frozen, so I'll talk about that. I'm not too sure about the Tangled uh, teaser. I can't remember. But the Frozen teaser... Was Olaf? I mean, it was male mm-hmm. oriented. It was four boys. And yeah. That, and so it was like, well, what is this gonna? And then you turn out to be these two strong female leads, mm-hmm. and and so and Frozen's fantastic. At least they're kind of getting the idea. And and I'm not look. I understand it's money, and I understand that I may not be a marketing genius, but I'm I, I'm looking at the fact about you know they say f- there's not enough female toys because female toys don't sell, and so that's their it's a cyclical arg- argument. Well, why don't you start marketing? You know, mm-hmm. Yeah, and so I mean, the, you know, why can't kids play with everything? Yeah, and so you know, and that, that's that's kind of my argument about the whole thing. I mean, even like uh, this uh, article I read had a picture from uh, a Target from two years ago, three years ago, but it was uh, you know the picture was above the toy on. It was a little boy with a Captain America action figure and uh, a good little girl with a Barbie, mm-hmm. 
and so the defining that this is for the boys and this is for girls, and I'm like, well, you, you step back. They're both dolls. Yeah, they're they're toys. They're, they're toys. Both, they're yeah. toys. They're they're both, and and that's okay. I mean, even when I was a kid, I played. I mean, I didn't have any Barbies, but I I mean, I I, I played. I, my 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 cousin lived up the road, and she was a girl. So I played with her toys, and mm-hmm. we, we you know you know we played with stuffed animals and and yeah. dolls and the whole the whole gambit. And like I said, I think that really helps nurture you, like oh, I think as so too. and helps you grow up to where if you are placed in the spot where you're a father to a to a little girl, because you can't be super gruff all the time right. with little girls, or they're gonna you know. And I think that you know. It's really kind of sad when a kid has to say, I want boy toys or I want girl toys. Right. Like, they're toys. Right. Like, toys. They're toys. Oh. And the one thing, like, I uh, I just really, I don't know. It's definitely kind of worrisome, I guess, like, where they're, they're designated right. boy, girl. Because, I mean, you know, for, for the girls, little girls out there who are into, you know, Disney, their only options are really, you know, princesses. Or fairies, very. I mean, if they want to go the traditional right. girl route, and, and, and it's and I, I haven't been in toy in a while, and I, I used to be a toy collector, so I kind of keep up with some 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 toy stuff, mm-hmm. and but like for Hunger Games, I don't think they did action figures right at Hunger Games. I, I don't. I don't think they did. And if someone someone can correct me, if, and I'll Google search afterwards, but uh, you know, uh, I'm not sure. And I wonder if that's the same reason why. I mean, it's I mean, Hunger Games are PG-13 films, mm-hmm. just like Avengers. And Avengers has a toy line, and Star Wars Episode Three, Revenge has was PG-13 and had a toy line, still has a toy line, and um, so so I wonder it's is it because it was such a female led led and and a lot of women in that and so they would have to make a lot of girl to, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, figures, is that something that the, the that well that's not going to sell? We're going to shy away from that, and so we'll just do you know uh, uh, what do they call it? Well, the pr- pretend play stuff where, where oh, the, the dress up yeah. stuff, yeah, you know, like the the crossbows and, and the things, so you can pretend that way instead of pretending with the figures, and you know. <laughs> It's just really interesting to me, and I, I, maybe it's because it's just my generation. Because I grew up with action figures, and I hope if I have kids, I want them to have action. Mm-hmm. Boys or girls, I, I want them to have action figures. I want them yeah. to have. They're 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 fun. I had a blast with them. If my kid wants them, I mean, my yeah. kid's you're like, not gonna I, force like, like I'm not gonna figure. force my kid. My kid's like, I like Hot Wheels. I'm like, all right, I don't understand Hot Wheels, but okay. <laughs> you will not play with Hot Wheels in this house. <laughs> I was like, we're a Matchbox family. We're a Matchbox. Matchbox, Matchbox through and through. Look at this tattoo I have on my arm. <laughs> Hot Wheels, get it out of here! <laughs> but you know, I, I'm I'm frustrated, and I'm I'm frustrated that I know that if and and whatever spirit you believe in, great spaghetti monster willing, I'm <laughs> I, I'm going to be successful enough work. I, I, I mean, that's what I want. I'll sit back and watch the Star Wars celebration, and just sit back and go, that's what I want. Mm-hmm. I want to create something or have something that I've done loved by people that they just want to dress up or play with it or just yeah. have fun with. That's yeah. all I want. You know, that and make enough money so I can live. If I can just pay my bills, have a nice little... I don't, I don't want... I don't, I don't you don't want to be, be like super filthy rich. I don't need to be... I just yeah. want to be able to create... You know, if, yeah. if I can have something to create... You know, if I can create something that, that you guys out there love enough. And I know, I know you... I know there's people listening. And mm-hmm. that's what makes me happy about this whole network. You know, we've reached 3,600... Listens and 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 the and, and then the the grass scale you know the grand scale of podcasting and we're still small but there's 3,600 people who have clicked us and I don't know how many who's listening all the way through but if you're one of them thank God <laughs> I mean we get you know we get 25 to 50 hits per episode for for this show and um, Rebels is way much better because Star Wars but that's okay I, I'm glad someone's listening mm-hmm. and that's why I'm doing this I'm trying to build an audience because 
you guys come with me on this part of the journey, just wait to see what I've got coming in the next year for you guys. I mean, the the original programming is not just going to be podcasting. We've got the radio dramas and the stuff that, that, that we've been talking about for a while. They're actually going to come, and they're going to be amazing. You guys are going to be – but that's where my passion lies, and that's why I do this. And um, – I'm getting all philosophical <laughs> on this. I'm, I'm, I'm. I just don't want to be run about this way. If, if I want to make, if I want to make toys for Mop and her friends, I want to be able to do that without having the discussion. Well, girls' toy. Well, girl figures don't sell. Well, let's let's fix the marketing. Mm-hmm. There's it, <clears throat> toys a sell. It's just about how much you want to put into the marketing. Barbie sells itself. You put a print, you know, mm-hmm. and and so. She's been around for sixty plus years, and so, and there's not that many new variations. Right, right. It's just, and it's an icon. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. And I'm also, I'm also of, of the, I'm, I'm not of the opinion of the. And I felt I lose some of my my feminine uh, friends. I'm sorry, but I am uh, of the, I'm not of the opinion of the whole body image thing, mm-hmm. and it may be just a girl thing. And I, and I, I can speak as a, as a, as a, as a, as a male. But I, you know, I had He Man. That guy's messed up. Mm-hmm. Little waist, big bust, like yeah, Jack. He's got the prison body, right? Like he's Jack. He like, Man's done time somewhere. Right. <laughs> so an attorney. He's like hard living. He's like one day I'm gonna get out of here. Well, get out! <laughs> I'm gonna get you. Um, and so I, I, I never was like I'm gonna be that guy. Yeah. Or even GI Joe. And GI Joes were little tiny guys. I mean. Extremely flexible. But that being said, if Cobra was weird, real, maybe they have better outfits. But only because they have the better outfits. <laughs> I always want to be like a Strata Viper. Those guys looked awesome. And so <laughs> I'm going off tangent, but I, I, you know, and I, I know women because you know there are women around me. Mm-hmm. I, and that's the weirdest statement ever. I know women. I know women. I know no women. <laughs> I know no women. We we live in a monastery. We're we're podcasting from a, uh, a monastery where monks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I've and the women I've talked to, and, and this could be a mobcast raw about about toys and body mm-hmm. type. I mean, it's very curious because I'd like to see how many little girls grew up who was like, I'm going to be Barbie. Mm-hmm. And I know there's, there are those those women out there who get the plastic surgery. The really crazy women? Yeah, well, <laughs> I, you'll say that. I won't. <laughs> but, um, no, but I'm saying like to go, like the women who get like the, to get look. I mean, that's not. But see, I look at that. I mean, that's fandom. And I look at that. And it's as extreme fandom, yeah. But I just yeah. watched the Star Wars thing where a guy yeah, gets yeah, a. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Guy, guy gets a, the Imperial Citadel tattooed on his head. Would I do that? No, but I'm not going to judge his journey because, that's true. Of, because of it. But th- that being said, the women who do the the modification to be Barbie is a small, small, mm-hmm. minute percentage. And so, play is what you make of it. So if Barbie helps your daughter want to be a better person mm-hmm. or contribute to society in some way, so be it. If she thinks she's going to be six foot five, weigh six pounds, and that's a discussion that you and yeah. you, you and Carrie yeah. has to have to have with her. But I don't think I, I hope mean, Keegan has no hopes of being six foot. <laughs> There's no way she is tiny. She's a tiny, tiny little girl. Maybe five foot three. She's probably <laughs> where she's going to max out. But but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I, I know what you mean. And so and I think that you're and I. And I'm only saying this because I don't have kids, mm-hmm. and th- that's just how that happened with me. I just I, I don't have any kids, but I you know I I have nieces and I have nephews, and I love them to death. And 
you know, whatever they want to play with, I want them to be able to play with with that. Without feeling, without feeling ostracized back, or anything. Yeah. About it. You know, because I know as a kid I would have been yeah. friends and stuff. Because besides, the ideas about identity is changing anyway. Mm-hmm. And so I just, you know, I hope there's a place for – the, the, I'm really just upset about the whole Black Widow thing. It's because – I know, I know, girls and young teens who love Black Widow, mm-hmm. who who idolize Black Widow, who will go see those movies because, Black, because yeah. Black Widow's in it. Are hoping that they do a Black Widow film. Um, one of them uh, is on the network. You hear her every every episode. Um, the, the, the Lindsay who plays Mop is a fan of of, of, of Scarlett Johansson and a fan, fan of Scarlett um, Black Widow in particular, and has been and she's. 13 now and uh, I guess she's been the fan since 8 so since when she was a little girl playing with toys mm-hmm. you know and, but she's never she never had she never had a black widow to play with yeah, right yeah, yeah. alright and, and so you know and, that, and I think that's wrong I mean if, you know, there, there's yeah sh- there definitely should be that option and I, I mean and I'm glad this article I didn't know it was that bad I knew it was a thing I knew mm-hmm. I knew there were in the industry female figures were hard to come by because and here's the other thing about it Collectors will snag them up too, mm-hmm. because they're so rare. You know, if they do a fame, that's the only, and I, and, I, and I'm guilty. I have two Haras. <laughs> some some little girl or some it's little been boy, right? <laughs> I, and I did it. I'm sorry. And if I find two Sabines, I'll probably do it again. <laughs> and I'll oh, do it again and I, again and I, again. <laughs> but I, and but you know, seriously, a little kid comes in me goes, "I want your hair." I got here. I, I, I would. I would. Keegan wants my hair. She can have it. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> I got you there, but uh, hashtag I heart hair. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so you said you had GI Joe, the the women characters of that. The one I never owned like a Barbie per se, um, but like growing up, I I grew up with Mary Kate and Ashley. You know the whole the whole craze with them. Yeah. So I grew up with that, and when Britney Spears was you know first person on the scene, that was you know around mm-hmm. my childhood. So I don't know why I owned one, but I owned a Britney Spears doll. At one point in my life, so yeah, I'm not laughing because it's a doll. I'm not laughing because it's Britney Spears. I just find it odd that you would own a, own one. Just yeah, well, like, did you buy it or was it given to you? I don't remember how I, how I came into possession of it. Britney just showed up one day. And She's like, like, "Here you go, Aaron." Um, but like, what's funny? Were you trying to be Kevin Federline at the time? <laughs> what's funny is like my first concerts that I went to were like like if you knew me or know me. Um, you would never think I'd probably go to these concerts. Like, um, I went to a 98 Degrees concert, um, a LF, LFO, I think, concert, and a Britney Spears concert when I was younger. So. Man that didn't say, but my very first concert was Paula Abdul. Nice. I was in love with her. My freshman year of high school, mm, I was in love with Paula Abdul. <laughs> I was. Paula, if you're listening, I was in love with you. Still am. Love you. All tiny lady. Just straight up now tell me. I was. I had all of them. I my favorite was Rush Rush. I was actually listening to listening to another this weekend. <laughs> I was I had Paul and I did it take you back? Yeah, it did because the video is like a. Uh, I'll probably play it at the end of this episode. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to play there. I'll play Rush Rush at the end of this episode, and you're going to like it. I mean, I mean, last week was uh, what did I play last week? Uh, I played the a different world theme last week, and week before that I played Vanilla Ice uh, <laughs> Go, Go Ninja, Ninja. <laughs> Go Ninja no, the Turtle Song. So if I want to play Paul Abdul on my show, I'm going to play all. We had Taylor Swift on two episodes ago, and so well, not really, but her song. <laughs> Taylor Swift was a guest star. But um, the Rush Rush video, and I'll, I kind of remember to put the link of the video, too, at the end of the thing. The Rush Rush video is 
um, a retelling of Rebel Without a Cause with a very young Keanu Reeves. Nice. Yeah. I was in love with Paula. Man, I was a... I, I, there was a thing, man. You know, because I was a, I was a but, you know, you know, fourteen budding yeah. young man. Yeah. My first crush was one of a writer from Beetlejuice. I was, <laughs> I, was I was, ten years old when I saw. I can't. So my first crush, what? I no 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 no. Now we're talking. About I can one up you on my first crush. What was your first crush? Michelle Pfeiffer. Catwoman. Uh, or just Michelle Pfeiffer. Just Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> Grease too. Um, I'm trying to think. It was when I was at church camp. I don't know how old I was. Like ten. <laughs> so it'd be around ninety eight. Uh, I don't know if she was... 98, Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> vintage. <laughs> vintage. Vintage Michelle Pfeiffer. Okay. So, so yeah. Um, all right, so... Okay, when I... I'm a, if you, and if you have a different belief, that's that's your problem. When I started noticing girls, mm-hmm. as in something that I could like. Yeah. You know, it wasn't a choice I made. It just happened, right? Mm-hmm. Biology. And uh, I think the... F- <laughs> and I, well, we've talked about this on the show before, but um, Glow of the Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Me and Dad used to watch that. And there was a wrestler named Americana. And I'm like... Smitten. Hardcore. I was smitten pretty hardcore. <laughs> she was patriotic and pretty brunette hair. <laughs> I have her autograph. She kissed my... Uh, I bought her black and white she uh-huh. had a five by seven. I still have it. It's a black and white five by seven. She kissed it on the back and signed it. And then I had all the rest of the. Did she have a lipstick? Like yeah, lipstick. Yeah, the lipstick. I got the lipstick print. I've got Americana's lipstick. Print. I was eight or nine. Yeah. Nine. I want to say I was nine. I think it was fourth grade. And I was spitting. Hugged her. She kissed <laughs> my thing. I mean, just, you know, you were in heaven. I was. I was like. Prepubescent, amazing! Oh, I love you. <laughs> and um, so that was probably my first crush. And then that was uh, then afterwards it was Winona Ryder and um, I had a goth phase. Remember Winona Ryder and Beetlejuice? <laughs> something about Lydia Dietz, man. I was like ten, going, "I'm going to marry Lydia Dietz." <laughs> and there's not a thing you can do about it, mom and dad. <laughs> and then, then, then I the guy who went into Paul Abdul. I was straight. My friend Brandy says I'm really into these alien looking. I had a Nicole Kidman phase, and and Brandy, my friend Brandy, is convinced that that Nicole Kidman is is an alien, and she's like, "You just like alien looking women." I'm like, "I can't help it. It's something about like. this body structure. It's what I like. It's what I like. <laughs> not not so much now. Nicole Kidman, like old but old school Nicole Kidman, like pre others. I think I just shut when she's mostly naked. I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I am a dude. Sorry, yeah. this is the show with two dudes talking about. Women. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm objectifying women. I'm trying to be sensitive. I'm just saying. Here I am fighting for for little girls to play, play with toys, and I'm like Nick, 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 and Nicole Kidman's what I, I like. Oh, <laughs> well, you know, you, I'm not perfect. I'm not yeah. perfect. I'm not perfect. I remember um, trying to be a healthy male. Fourth or fifth grade, my buddy, his sister went to go see Vitamin C. I remember Vitamin C. They said she was going to be the next Madonna. <laughs> I went and saw her in concert. Me and my oh. buddy went because his sister needed somebody to go with. Um, and so we ended up going. And so we cooked up this hatch brain idea, or bird brain idea, that we were going to go back to school and say we got kissed by vitamin C. And we were like, I was like, look, I'm, I'm committed to this. We're going to lie about this till the day we die. Me and you, me and you, so Clay Cobb. So are you, are, you, are, you, are you admitting that it didn't happen now? Is this the I don't think we even told anybody. Oh, okay. That it I, see, I thought it would be like the. It's like breaking the, the news. Mo- the break- <laughs> the podcast exclusive. Sorry. Vitamin C, you never kissed me. Vitamin C, if you're listening, you probably are. I don't know. What, do you, what are you doing nowadays, Vitamin C? 
I can't remember that one hit she had. She had the one. graduation song. What like, is it? As we grow old, we oh, remember that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. They play graduations like oh. they they played it at my graduation. I played. I graduated in '06, so <laughs> I mean, it, it had some staying power. Uh, that one in the well, so does the Green Day one, the Time of Our Lives. Yeah, that one has a that one will never die. Yeah. It's like those old sad film montages, like you go to like your buddy's funeral, and, like they've got like all the, the old videos. The year I graduated buds. was the if I, I think it was a sunscreen song uh, about wearing sunscreen. It was like a <laughs> it was like a like a it was like a graduate commencement speech yeah. about you know things you should do in life. You put the lotion on your skin. <laughs> it wasn't quite like that. Um, I'll try to play it for the episode the the episode we do the week the week I graduate. I plan to do it like a graduation themed mm-hmm. just now. I'm just coming up with this. <laughs> On I, the fly. I will probably forget before then, but you know, graduate three weeks, so mm-hmm. that's that, that's very cool. And um that doesn't mean the end of the podcast. We're still gonna podcast. because um, what else am I going to do with my life? <laughs> <laughs> oh I have to I'm gonna publicly thank you. I'm gonna publicly thank you because this air this is gonna air today. Um yeah, today being uh, <laughs> uh, April twenty first, I'll, I'll, I'll quantify it. April twenty first when we record this, uh, it may be up tonight, but it'll be up to before, before the twenty second. It will be up. So, I have a huge man crush on Chris Hardwick. I'm just straight just up, throwing it out there, just throwing it out there. And Chris Hardwick is kind of the inspiration for Mopcast Network. And I've been trying for two weeks. I, I got tickets to see him in Columbus on Friday. And um, I wanted him to sign my my uh, graduation cap and uh, my uh, mortarboard. <laughs> it's called. And um, so uh, I, I I so I, I've been him and Hall about doing this. I was mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, he's a busy guy, and it's kind of just douchey of me to be like, can you sign my hands? <laughs> And then I was like, well, then I was like, well, no, no, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll do a video about how yeah. important he is into to me, and he has. I mean, and then I kept thinking about what I was going to say in the video, and then I was like, oh my god, I sound like a stalker or a crazy <laughs> fan or something. I have a slip of your hair that I found in, <laughs> in L.A. last year. It's not that not bad, but there's just like like I will admit I have written three papers on him yeah. in college, but. He's Not, an inspiration to you. Yeah, yeah, but he's an, you know one was 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 an inspiration too. Or about the nerdist, but in different classes mm-hmm. about how he built the nerdist and how the nerdist. You know, but you know they're all papers. They're yeah. research. I did research yeah. on, on on the and then I got thinking. Well, that's kind of creepy. I don't want. <laughs> I don't want like how many research papers is that? And then I'm like, now do I tell him when I see him? Yeah. But anyway, um, well got, if he listens, now he knows. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's so busy he he barely does it. I mean. He, he does his own podcast. He does like two or three a week, and plus he's got it at midnight. Plus he's touring. Plus he's got this fine girlfriend, and he's just like, I wouldn't have time for anything. So <laughs> you know, buddy, I know you're not listening, Chris, and that's okay with me. Uh, <laughs> but so I took a picture of me holding my cap um, yesterday afternoon, just on a whim, and I, I I I sent it out and I hit up some friends and say, Hey, can you retweet this for me? So, uh. You retweeted it on the Triple Name Sports Show account, mm-hmm. and then it couldn't have been ten minutes later. Hardwick, Chris Hardwick comes back and says, "Of course he'll sign my." I mean, it was just like yeah. I thought it was going to be like a huge effort, like 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 I'm going to have to campaign and still not. Yeah. Get it. I wasn't expecting it all to happen, and then 
Uh, so thank you for for doing the retweet. No because he, resp- he responded to your, your yeah. he didn't respond to me. He responded to your. He saw yours, and um, so I, I hopefully I get a minute or so with him to to tell him exactly you know how influential he is to what I've been trying to do the last four years and. You know, we finally bit the bullet in October and started this thing. And like I said, 3,600 listens, and I'm in 50 countries and 45 states. We're, we're, we're almost Nevada, man. Come on, Nevada. <laughs> Nevada. What's I, I? I love Vegas. I do. I love Vegas. Vegas is awesome. Um, and still, no listens from anybody in Vegas. <laughs> no, 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 Nevada. Uh, no Montana. Montana, you're a beautiful, beautiful state. I have a character named Montana. Phil Jackson, you live in Montana. Phil Jackson, you live in Montana. Phil Jackson, why don't you listen? Uh, South Nick's Dakota, season's over. You've got plenty of time on your hands now. Uh, South Dakota. North Dakota listens. You going to let North Dakota <laughs> do that to you? You're, are you going, Hawaii, come on, Hawaii. <laughs> I, I know it's beautiful down there, and you've got plenty of other things, cooler things to do. Than, but come on, one dude, one dude. Be like, well, bro, I'll listen to the show. Just please, man. Dog the Bounty Hunter, if you're listening. <laughs> My daughter <laughs> loves you, dog. <laughs> Dog, you look, you know, look, um, Maine, Stephen King, if you're there, <laughs> somebody in Maine, listen to me, I just, just one, I just, one, I, if you're a robot, I don't care, just so I can get, <laughs> just get, get, get the last five, uh, it is, it's a struggle, it's been a struggle to get the last, like, the first 30 wasn't so bad, after that, it's been, the last 20 has been a, a hump to get. Like, we got three listens in Alaska. Some Alaskans got over like, man, we are bored in the snow. Let's check this out. Bobcast. <laughs> and probably think you're probably, probably from this triple. Do you, do you know if you got Alaska in triple D? No, we don't have a lot. We have hardly any out Maybe it was Star Western Wars, guys. states. Maybe it was a Star um, Wars thing. We're, gain, we're gaining traction in Thailand, so. Hey. Thank and, you to and, Thailand. And to our, uh, uh, our, our UK listeners, we're, we're awesome. Uh, I hope to visit UK next year, so I want to do a podcast from the UK. And to our Russian listeners, awesome. You guys are great. I'm um, so bummed. Um, Putin makes me laugh. <laughs> He's probably scary. You don't have to compliment him on that. Because I know it's, I think it's illegal now. <laughs> I'm so bummed. You know how I was looking for Child 44 and looking forward to it. Yeah. Wanting to go see it. They don't show it anywhere in West Virginia. Whatsoever. Really? None of the theaters. I thought it would be at least a bit. Uh, yeah. Not... No theaters in West Virginia show Child 44. And I know Russia's upset about like about the movie. I hear the movie's just bad. It's like a bad ad- yeah. edition of the book. So. so I'll probably just wait and buy it, to be honest, since I can't watch it here. But uh, I'm looking forward to it, or, hopefully. Or, you know, Redbox, you don't have to buy it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can just rent it. The thing it. about Redbox, though, I always end up buying whatever I rent from Redbox. So... Like, if, you, if you like it. You know. No, not even if I like it. Like, I bought Life of Pi on Blu-ray from the Redbox. Because I just kept forgetting to take it back, and then after so long, it just makes no sense to return it. Because after you know, oh, it reaches a certain price, it's just like okay, I can pay two more dollars and I'll own it versus paying twenty eight and giving it back to them. So wow, yeah. So I paid thirty dollars for a Blu-ray copy of Life of Pi that is sitting on top of my refrigerator in the little red box case that I have not watched yet. So I am speechless. My face is just appalled. Yeah. <laughs> It's not that great of a movie. It's okay. Well, I haven't watched it, so <laughs> it wasn't kind of my thing. Um, I wow, I've never. I mean, I, I think I've been a day late once. And I'm like, oh, oh, not me! Like when Grand Theft Auto Five came out, I first of all, first of all, I had to track it down to make reservations for it, and I ended up going up to Pinch. To, it was like a 30, 40 minute drive from here, 
to get the to get the game, and then I kept it so long. Um, I was like, you know, there's really no reason to take it back now. I can just own it, and like a, another week, I'll own it for sixty bucks. So that's how I got my Grand Theft Auto Five. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I do the long the long haul for Redbox. <laughs> yeah, Redbox maybe not for you. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, they're probably happy I use their service. I bet happy. they are too. Like, oh yeah, somebody else just bought another copy of Life Pie. <laughs> So yeah, I yeah. like Redbox. I can find the obscure stuff that I can't go. You know, that I used to use Blockbuster for. That's what I'm saying. I wish there was. You know, like I love Netflix. I love Hulu, Amazon Prime. I love all those. I still wish we had a Blockbuster though, or something like that. There's not even a movie rental store around anymore. Well, there, there was that one up in Nitro. No, uh, up in um, North Charleston. Oh, there is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like the. The shady... Yeah, it's like movies and more, isn't it? Movies and tanning. Or yeah. <laughs> I, um... Yeah, I haven't... I'm trying... The last time I rented a movie was probably up in Huttonsville. There was, like, this little, uh... Like, this little... It's called the Video Shack, and it was up in Helvetia. Helvetia? Yeah, it's like a German settlement. It's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool place. But, yeah. Wonderbar. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Helvetia Video Shack. I think I rented Wrong Turn when we were up there for the no, week. I'm still not saying Wrong Turn. Yeah, you need to do that before you leave, leave West Virginia. Virginia out here. Yeah. That's, that's like, I have seen Char- uh, uh, Tucker and Dale, so also a West Virginia film. Uh, wow, I can't believe the Redbox thing, man. Yeah, I uh, like I said, I'm not good at renting stuff, I guess. Because <laughs> I used to always have late fees at Blockbuster, too. <laughs> Joey and used to always give me give me garbage about it. My Joeying worked up there. Mm-hmm. That's my first first experience with Joeying, and then we later on several years later as an adult, I went to Prague with him twice. <laughs> uh, I worked at Blockbuster. I managed one in before, and uh, I always just took off late fees. I never had any. I don't always just take them off. Yeah, I mean, I could see like if you're a repeat customer and be like, but listen, I know you're not very good with due dates. <laughs> just get it in here in a week. So. Oh, and I, I was managing one that we still had video cassettes. I mean, I left old right, old school. Yeah, I left before DVDs started happening. You got out before you were like, no, I'm only a VHS man. I will not support you, Blockbuster. <laughs> no, I just got another job. <laughs> <laughs> I just like I just got another gig. And so, um, I remember one time we rented. What was it? I think we rented Stir of Echoes on VHS. Love that movie. And we were watching it in my dad's basement, which is kind of creepy. He saw that on DVD, and uh, it broke. So we we decided instead of, you know, I don't know, wasn't very much logic behind this. We decided oh, we'll take the VCR apart and just get the tape out that way. We couldn't get it up, like, open. Mm-hmm. So we just started bashing it with a hammer and, like, trying to pull the tape out. So we ended up breaking not only the tape, but the VCR. <laughs> and then, like, there's a crawl space in my in our, my parents' basement. Um, and it goes, like, right out underneath the porch. So we just put it in a bag, tied it up, and threw it in there. So... To this day, is it still there? I, I don't know. It's really creepy down there. I don't go there as an adult. <laughs> I want to get cameras. Let's go in there and see if we can find Sturman, which is appropriate for the crazy movie, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, so, so yeah. It's, is your parents' house haunted because of Stir of Echoes? I, I don't know. That's where I thought the homeless army originated from. Yeah, was but was that, that, was that before or after Stir of Echoes? I was way before. Let's see, the, the, you know. It was way before Stir of Echoes. So maybe the homeless army and the, the spirit of Stir of Echoes have, have joined forces. It'd be pretty bad. Yeah, that'd be frightened. <laughs> kind of am frightened now. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, Not really, because you're crazy. My next door neighbor, I'm pretty sure he could be a serial killer. Have you ever seen Lovely Bones? Mm-hmm. 
he kind of reminds me of that guy. Um, and he's a nice guy. Like, he, <laughs> Just because he reminds you of a guy. He's like, we walked. Yeah, my neighbor's like Hannibal Lecter, but. <laughs> I was, um, my dad got a, one of those little remote control helicopters for his birthday. Well, Keenan and I were flying it this weekend. And she was flying it and he got stuck up on his roof. Right. Or we thought it got stuck in his backyard and he's got a big old privacy fence and I wasn't about to jump his privacy fence. Right. So I walked around and at first I was like, you know what? This guy, I don't really know this guy, so I'm going to ring his doorbell and just say, hey, I live next door. My daughter's, you know, just so that way he didn't look out the window and right. be like, oh my God, what's this guy? So I did that, and, like, he's just really creepy. Like, he came to the door, he's like, hello? And I was like, uh, hi. Um, and I told him what had happened. He's like, oh, I wouldn't have even noticed. Just whatever you do, whenever you want to go back there, just go back there. If you want to, if your little girl wants to play in my backyard anytime, go ahead and let her. And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Red flag, red flag, red yeah, flag. Yeah, I was like, hmm, nah. Well, on the flip side, would you let some kid play in your backyard? Well, with my daughter, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it's a little creepy. I mean, this guy's. Yeah, you know, uh, he's a single guy who. I'm just saying, if someone kids like some kids want to play in your backyard, I mean, I'm not gonna be a crotchety old man and be like, Mm-mm, get the heck out of here. <laughs> well, maybe he's just being sweet. Yeah, but know, still, a that, good neighbor. Yeah, still though, it's. Carrie should bring you some Jello, like casserole, whatever the hell those things are called. Here you go. <laughs> Watch it shake. <laughs> but I mean, like like I said, he was super nice, but he definitely gave up that serial killer vibe. So. And I mean, he might be a nice guy, so... He might be a nice serial killer. Yeah, you never know, see? He could be a very nice serial killer. Go either way. <laughs> so today's episode, we learned that Scotty Steel fanboys are Star Wars and Chris Hardwick pretty hard. Um, uh, and likes alien women. <laughs> oh, hey, you know what? I'm a fan of Star Trek, that's what happened. Um, <laughs> um, uh, uh, I want more girls' toys. Wait a minute. <laughs> I want them all. I want all the girls' toys. No, Bring I them want, to me. No, I want little... I, there's no way I can say this. It sounds right. But you know what I mean. <laughs> there's no way that comes out to me. Not you just like, sit on a throne and have like all these people bringing in girl toys by like, the, the bag full. Bring me bring, more girl toys. Bring me I Heart Hera. Bring me all the Hera toys. I want my own harem of Heras. <laughs> oh, she's a twi- Never mind. I'm not going there. I'm not going there. Uh, basically what I'm saying, I need a girlfriend. <laughs> um, oh, man, wow. So, uh, Scotty really enjoyed Star Celebration. You had a t-ball game. <laughs> mm-hmm. I had a t-ball game. Met a serial killer. Met a serial killer. Possible serial killer. Possible serial killer. I keep red box in business. You keep red box in business, that's true. What else is there? Uh, I'm getting up there with my Star Wars knowledge. Yeah, so. yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm, my goal is to turn you into a fan. I think you'd like it. I really think if you sit down and really watch the, that and the first three, and not the first three, but the, the three good Star Trek movies, or the two and a half good Star Trek movies, I think you'd be like, these are good movies. I'm not crazy about four because it's stupid about whales, but mm-hmm. people love that one. And I'm like, you might like it. It's funny. <laughs> it's it's humorous. And I think that people like it too. I'm like, I just want them to fight Klingons. I don't. Why can't they just fight Klingons and such like? Whales? Where's my Klingon war? Right. I just want to fight something. <laughs> They're just like rescuing whales and being like, yeah, we're awkward in 1986. It's <laughs> like, well, I would be awkward in 1986. And I lived in 1986. <laughs> I'm not trying to think of how I could time travel to 1986. If you could try and travel to 1986, what would you do? I don't know. I wasn't alive. It doesn't matter. I don't know what was big in '86. It doesn't matter. I guess I'd go back and like, do I have knowledge of what today? Yeah, is? you're right. Oh, you're I'd go back and gamble. <laughs> I'd go back and gamble. I'd go back and gamble and hope I didn't like lose my money. Because I mean, that would only make me 
28, almost 29 years old. Right. Right. So yeah, I would still have pretty much the most majority of my life. So yeah, I would if it didn't if it if I still ended up with my daughter and my girlfriend, I'd go back and gamble. I would uh, go mess with my younger self. Be like, Ooh. I'd have to mess with my dad if I wanted to mess with my younger <laughs> self. <laughs> there you go, Dad. I know you're a street fighter in California, but you'll it's come like, to West Virginia in two yeah, years and yeah. fall in love. <laughs> I'm your son. <laughs> I'm your son. Can't you see the resemblance from the future? Do you guys look like? Uh, unfortunately, yes. And like, so like, as he gets old, as I get older, I look more and more like my dad. Right. So, and like, I always joke with Carrie, like when my dad's like doing stuff, because like my dad doesn't think before he does stuff. Right. So like, it drives Carrie insane, like some of the stuff he does, because like, it's, it's really uncouth. Some of the stuff he does, like he just doesn't think. Um, and so I'm like, yeah, but that's what you have to look forward to. Cause like he'll cut off sweatpants and like, they'll be like Daisy Dukes <laughs> and, and wear those. And he'll wear a t-shirt out that says swinger on it from the Austin Powers. And right. stuff like so I'm like, dad, you do know what that means, right? You can't just like, that's kind of, you're wearing, uh, cut off sweatpants with my daughter around and wearing your swinger t-shirt might be sending off the wrong vibe. He likes swings. He <laughs> likes pushing your daughter. I like to swings. go swing. I like this nice swing set. Right. So yeah, but, um, I definitely, I would, I'm fighting a losing battle. I'll probably be an old. He kind of looks like. Um, I'll take a picture of it. It's a uh, like a character caricature. Yeah. And he looks like uh, kind of like William Shatner in an elf. <laughs> in the character, so, so we, we need to put that picture on the internet. We need to have that on the episode. So, so. yeah. Um. Wow. So <laughs> that was a tangent that I didn't expect to go. That went to a dark place. I didn't really want to go to that dark. That was scary. Mm. Swinger. Um. You can follow us. At, at Mobcast Network. Where can you go from there? There's nowhere to go from there. It's a hard segue. There was like, there was no, <laughs> my dad wears Daisy Duke sweatpants and a swinger shirt. I'm like, I'm out. And good day. And then the show's over. I just, uh, you can follow us at, at Mobcast Network. Um, you can follow me at, at Scotty White. You can follow Aaron at Pageant Dad 88. And at and at Three Name Sports Show. Same. And you listen to that because they had the Rival TV guys on last week, and that was pretty cool. We're going to start doing some of that stuff. I yeah. Oh, yeah I can't some, wait. Got some ideas for that. So, Mobcast is going everywhere. That's what we're going to do. Uh, I'm going to leave you with Paul Abdul's Rush Rush. As Scotty Swoons. That's awesome. Oh, yes. That, that's Vince's Paula. Some people like, like Straight Up or Forever Your Girl or. Or the one with the cat, uh, opposites attract. <laughs> two steps forward, two steps back. <laughs> I know all the lyrics and the rap. I am sad. I <laughs> also know the rap to um, the Ghostbusters 2 song by Bobby Brown. Uh, I'm drawing a blank. I may actually play that too. I'll, you, you may get a twofer. Yeah, the. Do you remember Ghostbusters 2? Is that the one with the Stay Puft Marshmallow, or is that the, the creepy painting? The creepy painting. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Right. There was a rap song for it. Was a, there was an R&B song with a rap in it that Bobby Brown did, like like before Whitney Houston. <laughs> and so, um, I can't remember the name of the song, uh, but the rap I remember. And it's about Ghostbusters and fighting the evil. But it's crazy! It's just, no, I'm not going to rap for you, because... Just not I was sitting there hoping. I was like, oh, come on. Too hot to handle, too cold all the time. Call the Ghostbusters in the end control. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's all about Vigo, the master of Vigo. I'm sorry. <laughs>
That's very good. That's the best thing I can get, right? That's, that's very good. Native Americans really don't rap. <laughs> Not a thing. I'm going to get a bunch of Indian rappers be like, no, no, this is what we do. I'm like, perhaps I should learn that with my tribal people. Well, what? <laughs> all right. Um, I think we've done all the tags. And what more can we get? I'm, I'm, we're so lost. So, uh, hey, Disney, make girl toys. Black Widow. Scarlet Witch. Scotty needs girl, girl toys. Keegan needs more girl toys. <laughs> You try to turn it into something, and I'm trying to be helpful. <laughs> Look at you. Didn't know it didn't work. Backfired. It did. Boom. Backfired Boom. Boom. Oh, deep.
Thank you for listening to the Mobcast Network.